Time for another piano puzzler. Bruce Adolph is here with me at the Rose Studio at Lincoln Center in New York City. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Fred. Every week, Bruce takes a familiar tune. He rewrites that tune in the style of a great composer. We get a caller on the line who tries to name the hidden tune and the composer whose style Bruce is mimicking. Curtis Funk is on the line from Niskayuna, New York. Curtis, welcome to the Piano Puzzler. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, pleasure to have you. And, and Curtis, what's your musical background? Well, I was a music teacher for 10 years, and then I um, got a master's in public administration and moved over to the state bureaucracy. But uh, I still keep my finger in it. I've got a job as a church organist, and I'm the choral conductor of a big community chorus in Schenectady, New York. Oh, that's great. So you've got a rich musical life, and you're sure to make a living, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you, exactly. you, got, you got both. Well, Bruce Adolph is here. He's got a piano puzzler for you. Now, Curtis, I don't know what's coming either, so if you happen to get stuck on the tune or the composer, I'm, I'm here to brainstorm with you, okay? Okay, sounds great. Okay, and here's Bruce Adolph with your piano puzzler. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So, Curtis, what did you, what'd you hear? Well, I think I'll start with the composer. And it sounds French to me. So yes, I'm yes. thinking like Ravel or Debussy. Yes, yeah, I, I, Ravel, first one out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First guess, Maurice All Ravel. Right, cool. Oui, oui. Beautiful. All right. We'll come back around and, and talk about what makes that the sound and style of Maurice Ravel. And that's really the core of the puzzler. So you're already there, Curtis. You named the composer <laughs> whose style Bruce had in mind. And the rest is just whipped cream on top, if we can name that tune. So what, what do you think about that hidden tune? You know, I heard some longer notes in the in the upper treble, and they were um, like intervals of like fourths and fifths. But I don't 
I'm not coming up with a specific tune. Um, I heard a, a line there in the middle that went da 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 da. Um. Correct. Yes. The, what you just sang is the opening of the tune and the title of the tune is there. And I have to say, this is a little different from all the other puzzlers I've done because I took the tune from a source I have never used before mm. as a result of someone who's been asking me to do this for a long time. <laughs> Actually, a puzzler fan from Georgia who then moved to Colorado, and I've seen her many times, and she keeps pleading that to, I take to use this particular tune. Not this tune, just this source area. A source area. In other words, okay, uh, so it's not a show tune. It's not a folk tune. Not a show tune. Probably not an opera. Well, it, I'll have to say, since you said not show and not opera, it's operetta. So when I hear operetta, the first thing I go to is Gilbert and Sullivan. There it is. Okay, so um, that's that's the source material where I took this thing from. Okay. I don't know how well you um, know Gilbert and Sullivan, but um, yeah, I am sorely familiar with Gilbert and Sullivan, so I I couldn't tell you. Well, you did sing this. Yeah, Curtis, obviously you've got a great musical ear. I mean, you sang the tune right back to Bruce. Any hints you can give us, Bruce? Well, it's from perhaps the most popular of all Gilbert and Sullivan operas or operettas. There's HMS Pinafore. Well, it's, it, is from, um, it is from Pinafore. It is from Pinafore. Yeah. I picked this one partly because the title is perfect for a puzzler. If I if I knew it, I would mm. name it. Well, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think I, I think uh, agreed. In this case, I'll just have to say what it is, which it's a song called "Things Are Seldom What They Seem." Okay. Um, it goes, "Things are seldom what they seem. Skim milk masquerades as cream." And that's how it begins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so things are seldom what they seem from HMS Pinafore, the Gilbert and Sullivan musical, but rewritten in the style of Ravel, and we have yet to circle back to that. Yes, and actually, it is. Mostly just Ravel's style, but it does draw on a very famous piece of his, the pavan of a dead princess. And this is mm. modeled, the texture and some of the harmonies, of course, are modeled on, on that, although it does generally have Ravel's vocabulary. So you don't need to know that little piece to recognize Ravel here. Well, Bruce, we, we went through a lot of brainstorming. Can we go all the way back? And now that we know it's Gilbert and Sullivan tune, things are seldom what they seem, in the style of Ravel, can we just hear the puzzler once yes. through again? Okay. Yes.
that is so French. <laughs> really, really good. Merci. So the style of Maurice Ravel, one of the great French composers of uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, and with references to his piece Pavan for a Dead Princess, with interwoven in there from uh, the Gilbert and Sullivan operetta HMS Pinafore, things are seldom what they seem. Bruce, did I get that right? Absolutely. <laughs> and Curtis, well done. Your very first guess was the musical style of Maurice Ravel. So you got it. You, you, you got the heart of the piano puzzler. Well done. Oh, thanks so much. It was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. So Maurice Ravel and Gilbert and Sullivan. And Curtis, when you're not calling in and playing on the air, how do you normally hear piano puzzlers? Well, um, we listen on Wednesday nights on our classical station, uh, WMHT, up here. WMHT in the capital region there of New York State. Curtis Funk calling from Niskayuna, New York. Congratulations, and thanks for joining us for this week's Piano Puzzler. Oh, I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me on. Great to have you. And Bruce, I'll see you next week. Bye, Fred. Thanks for joining us for this week's Piano Puzzler. And if you're hungry for more great podcasts about classical music, check out Composer's Date Book. Every day, my colleague John Burge brings you the story of one brilliant composer in a dinner party conversation-sized hors d'oeuvre. Look for Composer's Date Book wherever you get your podcasts.